smell of blood and sweat fills your nose as you breathe a sigh of relief. The Minotaur lays slain at your feet, body limping, covered in cuts from your ferocious fight. Your broken bow a few feet from you just testament to how challenging this endeavor was. Your heart still pounding like an engine, you look towards the slightly ajar door that leads to where you hope the relic sits. As you open the door, your torchlight glitters on the lone table that resides within. On top of the table sits what you've been looking for, a goblet of pure gold that was taken by bandits from a traveler who asked you to retrieve it. Tired from your venture through these caves and ready to get out of here and get some much-needed rest, you reach for the goblet. As you pull on it, it feels stuck to the table, and too late you realize it's also stuck to your hand. You feel the goblet bite into your hands as you see the table sprout some tentacles and grab hold of you. Exhausted from your previous fight, one last thought crosses your mind. You never did ask that traveler how he knew where the bandits took the cup. Hello, welcome to Keepers of the Monsters Guild. I am Cole. My favorite cantrip would be the mending cantrip. I'm Machamello. My favorite cantrip is definitely prestidigitation, which is horrible to say, but fantastic to use. It is a very useful. Oh, it's item. so good. It's so, so good. But that's not what today is about. <laughs> no, Macha, I have a surprise for you today. What? Go on, go on, go on. I brought you treasure oh god it's not good treasure is it it's never good treasure it's great treasure it's nice shiny it's looks just like real gold <laughs> is there a catch here <laughs> you know just ignore the blood and like the growling that you hear from it that's totally irrelevant i, I feel promise. like that's pretty normal from the treasure you bring me honestly that's you know <laughs> <laughs> we are keepers of the monster guild after all right yes. like nothing's quite normal here honestly fair <laughs> uh so yeah we are today we were talking about mimics what do you know off your head about mimics? I know that usually how they're depicted is they're usually treasure chest. And I'm not sure if that came from like the Dark Souls era or if that came before. But that's my main experience with them. I've never actually encountered one in one of my games, which surprises me okay. because I feel like I definitely should have. Like you said, yeah, they are typically just like described as treasure or something you want to grab. Uh, they are creatures that hunt by disguising themselves as common or valuable items. So in tabletop RPGs, it's usually like a door, a table, or some sort of treasure. Mm -hmm. Something people are bound to interact with, I feel like. Yeah, and that aren't, isn't, doesn't come off as threatening. Mm -hmm. And while their error disguise are typically indistinguishable from the actual items, and they, at least in tabletop games, their skin can mimic like wood, metal, stone. And uh, for D&D &D specifically, it says their true bodies resemble something like, like granite. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about what their true form would be, because I always just assumed their true form would be... What they, were no, what they were disguised as. And I don't know why, but like I never thought they could change into different things. No, they're, they are uh, classified as shapeshifters. Interesting. They can transform to anything. There isn't actually any depictions I could find of like what their true forms look like, but I imagine it would just be like a gelatinous cube type or just like a blob of grabby pseudopod things. They're kind of like a ditto from Pokemon. Yeah, I suppose. That'd be a good, that's actually yeah. a great way of doing yeah. it. But let's imagine them as gray because that makes me happy. For no what do you think would be a good, like, modern-day mimic? A good modern-day mimic? Something like a phone? That you're just, like, a, phone a phone would be good money. Just money, money on yeah. the ground would be solid, because who doesn't but want like, to pick up, like, a $20 bill? I mean, it's not very intimidating. I will say that one of the things that, like, they have to be roughly their same volume, which is okay. about 15 cubic meters. I have no idea so, how big that is. <laughs> I, uh, you know, it feels like a 5 by 5 Okay, okay. Ish. Five foot by five foot? Like, like that's what they would be. They were in like D&D Wait, terms, are they like, as big as me? Well, tight wise? typically have, uh, <laughs> so, 15 cubic foot volume and weigh 2,000 kilograms. So they could probably be as far as tall as you. They weigh literally two tons. Okay, that, a ton. yeah, that's a little bit more than me, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I would hope so. 
what is that size then? Like, I feel like like a like a children's like, you know, like the little bassinet things or like oh, a yeah. stroller. I'd, be that would terrifying. be terrifying. <laughs> Can you imagine? You just like go up to a stroller. I mean, like, I wouldn't probably touch it. Baby in there. Yeah. No, that, that just feels haunted. If I see a lone like baby that's crib lying safe. around, that's haunted. Yeah. That's haunted for sure. We don't touch that. We just leave that. We call the cops or someone else. Maybe not the cops, but someone else. Oh, hello, officer. <laughs> there is a, an abandoned baby crib here. We need you to take care of it. I right think it's now. haunted. Please take care of it. I can't handle this. Maybe the fire department. I would feel better calling the fire department for that. And I don't know, you know why. Honestly, fair. Just call dad. Just call daily dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just drive all the way over here, please. Take care of this. Yes. Uh I'm trying to think like what else would be a good one. It's like you can have, there are small mimics that could be like a phone size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like are there like maybe. are there like mini mimics? Yeah, so uh, we'll get into that. Okay. There is like there's three different uh, types of mimics. Okay, cool. Yeah, what's a like <laughs> like what's a common thing people would interact with? Like if they saw it somewhere, like what's a high value object? A shopping cart. Oh God! Shopping Can we cart. make shopping yeah. any worse? Yes. 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 Out of mimics, just like that. Now I want to play oh. a D and D campaign where like they're just doing basic stuff, and they're the world is just overrun with mimics. And there's a. There's one the, there's one story about a mimic that was just like a statue in the middle of town and it would survive just by eating like homeless people oh, or no. like, animals oh, and no. it lived for two plus years just as a statue in this village. That's honestly a solid idea though. As right? long as like, no that's one like catches mimic. on, yeah. Or like a phone booth. I mean that might be or a little bit like, that big, but and old. Or if it's like a big enough, just like a fake wall. Yeah. I mean they can be doors. Doors are an obvious easy one. Yeah. Yeah, doors are yeah. a really simple one. I like the idea of one being a desk. See, I was thinking about that too. Is like, man, if my desk was a mimic, I'd be dead eight times over. Yeah. Although I feed it a bunch of stuff, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. Yeah, I have a lot of drawers. It has plenty to feed on. I would be concerned of my cats, though, because I do like to crawl on them. Oh, poor, yeah, poor it. <laughs> it's always that, CEO. <laughs> so, one of the fun things I learned about mimics while I was doing my hour of research uh, is that there is no folklore at least from what i could find that has mimics in them interesting but yeah really interesting like when you think about folklore like there is stuff that is mimic adjacent like changelings mm-hmm. or like willowists or like even in nature you see like stuff that will imitate something else to either appear more or less yeah mimic. but as far as i can tell there's no folklore that has like mimic as we know about it in like TTRPG terms so it was like first created by gary gygax and popularized in the first edition oh. of D. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. I would have assumed that it would have some sort of basis in some sort of mythology, because I feel like most right? monsters do. They're, yeah, like most things at least have some sort of root of like, okay, I can see where this came from. Mm-hmm. This was like, no, it's like, what if your treasure was haunted? That's, that's fair, though. That's fair, though. Uh, I wonder if it ever appeared in any, like, fantasy novels or anything before. You know, I didn't do that big of, big of research, I'll be honest. That's fine. I didn't read every single fantasy book Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah that that is but, interesting though i i can't see how someone would get from something like changeling though into yeah, a mimic like is like a person and like mm-hmm. there is a few different options this is gonna be mostly tabletop related because mm-hmm. that's where they got popularized so that's what i'm gonna focus on yep. it. uh you guess why or how they were formed in what sense like in the sense of like where do you think the first mimic like the origin of them is what you're asking. Yeah, pretty much. 
you think there's like some monstrosity that just happened to appear one day or I feel like maybe it was like a a lit, lit lich is that how you say that lich? a lich like somehow like cursed an object and that started them I don't know that's like bad guess. like somehow they like made it sentient that's not a terrible guess uh you're close hey actually hey so even within D&D, there's kind of like two prevailing different like ideas. The first is that it is just like a creature from the far realm, which is the far realm being where stuff like mind players and abolis exist. It's where like you get just like very alien-esque creatures. Uh, the second and more common theory is that it was they were, they were originally created by wizards trying to protect their treasure. Mm. So not too so have, not too far off from the yeah. The lich. With your lich, you're pretty yeah. spot on actually. Which is surprising because I wouldn't have actually expected. I was just winging it there. Right. <laughs> And that goes into, like, they will eat people kind of, like, out of instinct. They don't actually need flesh or blood to survive. Oh. They, uh, they will, they, they will eat people. It's like, if yeah. touches it, they will eat it. Just, that's out of instinct. What they need to, like, grow and reproduce is actually just magic. So how do they get the magic, then? They will either eat a spellcaster or, like, you can feed them magic items. Okay. So can you starve one? No. They don't actually need it to live. They don't need the they magic need to live, though? No, nope, they just need that to grow. Oh. And Interesting. Do they have, like... Oh, God, how do they reproduce? That is a great question. Oh. Take a guess as to how these disgusting creatures reproduce. If you had something that could shapeshift. Well, my first, my first thought is that, like, they could be kind of like some cells where they're, like, asexual, where they just, like, split. Okay. That would be my first guess. And my other—that's what you want to go with. That's what I want to go with. Yeah, you are correct. They yes. do reproduce by mitosis. Hey, hey, that's the word. Yep. Uh, so just imagine, just like this chest growing and growing and growing, and suddenly you just have two smaller chests next to it. That's so weird. That's so that's weird. terrifying. That's I hate terrifying. It. So do they have right? like? They don't have like personalities, right? Like. So that okay. We'll get. Let's get into kind of subsection of mimics. So there are three different types of mimics. We okay. have Killer mimics which are in D&D terms large or bigger and they are just like big they are gi- they are giant mimics that are kind of a bit stupid but make up for it in just how big they are. Mm-hmm. You have your common mimics which are a little bit smaller but more uh, sentient and intelligent. Okay. And there is some studies of these having uh speech and be able to learn like their own language and also language of like a nearby community. Oh, interesting. Uh, they, they speak telepathic. But they aren't like a hive mind. It's just telepathy? No. Okay. Uh and from what, it, and for the most part, the research says that they, they will typically will share the territory, but they hunt alone. Oh, interesting. That's not saying there can't be like a swarm of mimics, but it's just a bit more rare. So do they have a base language? Not that I could find, at least okay. not one that would be like listed. There's no mimickies. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that like I could speak mimic. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know sure. where it would be relevant. Maybe I could have a mimic pet. Sounds like a terrible yeah. idea, but you know, you could trick your friends for, uh, pretty easily with that. And maybe get yeah, them. There killed. was like one Reddit story I read where someone like had a mimic and they trained their mimic to like go or to like imitate an arrow and they would fire their mimic from their bow. Oh, that's a, oh gosh, that would be terrifying. Right? That would be. It's like, like a you get sim- stuck with an arrow and then it just starts eating you from the inside. Oh my god. Yeah. One that's uh, brilliant, the- and I need that as a magic item. Have you seen um Soul Eater? Soul like the yeah the anime the one anime yeah, that yeah, I've yeah. seen you know the sword in that the sword with like the mouth and the like s- I think it's Soul Eater 
pretty sure it's Solar Eater. You're probably right. Uh, I remember the scythe. I remember the upside, like the gun guy who was very obsessed with symmetry. Okay, this is the uh, the girl with the white hair who was kind of insane. And she had like a That's sword. everyone in Soul Eater. I mean, true. But that she, entire show was on who's insane. Yeah, but she had like a sword that basically like kind of controlled her. At least I think it was Oh, her. I do vaguely remember yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, it, okay, yeah, that's yeah. That's kind of what I'm imagining for the arrow. Like a magic item like right? that. That'd be very, like, very, it'd be a very cursed object, I think. Oh, yeah. I feel like there would definitely be a lot of uh, saving throws against holding, <laughs> holding that arrow. Unless somehow you befriended it, but, like, you're going to have to feed it a lot of magic stuff. Could you feed it, like, could you somehow, like, give it some of your magic? Like, kind of a parasitic relationship. I would imagine that there are, like, because there are traps and stuff that just require you to, like, spend spell slots basically mm -hmm. to get by them. So I can't imagine that you wouldn't be able to do the same thing. It's like, yeah, I'm just putting undescribed magic into this mimic. Yeah. And then you end up with two mimics. <laughs> Ooh, two arrows. Yay. <laughs> I can kill two people with my mimic arrows. <sighs> so, yeah, that's killer mimics and uh, normal mimics. Mm -hmm. What do you think the third type would be? We have those mm -hmm. large, stupid ones, the smaller, slightly more clever ones. Are there like, like micro mimics where they're like super tiny, like little animals or something, and they can't do a lot, but they're like, you're not doing things together, kind of like ants. Uh, you're not really far off. So going back to they were created by wizards to protect their treasures. Mm -hmm. The last type of mimic is a book mimic. Okay. It is a mimic that goes around a book to prevent it from getting damaged. And if there's no food nearby, it will just eat the blood off of whoever is reading it. Oh, no. That is terrifying. Honestly, right? that is terrifying. It better have some good knowledge in that book to make that worth it. it. But like, that's so clever, though. To just like, mm -hmm. use it, like, yeah, I'm just going to have you wrap around this book. And now my book is inflammable. Or yeah. No. Is infla no, inflammable also means flammable. I don't. Flameproof? Flameproof. We'll go with flameproof because I don't understand how that works. Let me know in the works. comments. Yeah, pretty much. Tell us how words work, please. Send us an email. <laughs> Tell us how things work because we don't understand yeah. language. I do hate when words are like that. Like, like flammable and inflammable both just mean flammable. I thought it's inflammable meant. No, inflammable just also means flammable. It's nonsense. Anyway. Anyway. Language. Yeah. Language. That is wild, oh. though. So, like, if a wizard was putting it on, like, his spell book. God, that would be awful, though, because, like, you'd have to, like, feed it blood every time you want to use your spell book. Every time you cast a spell, it would literally be costing you your life. Yeah. Like, wizards are already squishy enough. They are squishy enough. I wonder if you could, like, like I was saying earlier, if you had some sort of magic item that you could, like, feed it with and then be able to use it. I mean, it sounds I mean, very, just... it would have to have good spells to justify any of that. Yeah. Like, you could probably just cast a first level spell slot, because they do say that one human could, I guess, it's like one human can feed a mimic for like a week. Oh, wow. Do they eat them slowly? Or is it like one gobble and then they're like just feeding on them like a snake? I would, just, I would imagine it's like a snake or like a Venus flytrap type of situation where it's just like, it will just slowly be digesting inside of it. That's terrifying, honestly. Right? That's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> mimics are... So cool, but also so there's a reason why everyone gets scared of mimics, right? Yeah, they're they're terrifying to deal with. 
think about. Well, and they're usually after, like, like you were saying in the intro, like they're almost always after like a yeah. fight. You, you discover them after you've done this, you know, crazy task and you're never, not prepared for it. You know, never they, go right before a boss fight, seeing the mimic. Yeah. So you're, you're never really prepared for him. And then, I mean, they have advantage, you know, when they attack first and they can do a yeah. lot of damage depending on how the DM builds them. I've seen some DMs be very, I've seen, there's one, again, back to Reddit story of somebody making like an entire cave, just uh, like the inside of a mimic. Oh my gosh. Or there was another one that was like someone, yeah, the moon's a mimic. <laughs> oh, no. The whole moon is a mimic. But what's the point of that? Uh, because they told their party that there is one mimic in their game. Oh my gosh. Just don't go to the moon. Easy. Yep, just, just stay away from the moon. Don't look at it too hard. Just, just don't look up there. No, it's it's terrifying. Like mimics are so conceptually cool in gameplay, awful or like terrifying. Yeah, just scary. Yeah, a DM can really use that to like mess with their party. It's a nice like little hey, you guys kind of ruined all of my ideas and you ruined my story. So here's a mimic. Here's a mimic. Here's this sticky little copy little tentacle gross boy. Have fun. Don't die. die. Easy. (laughs) There's a there was a book published after AD and D that went into like the etymology of a mimic and what you could use different parts of it for. Okay. So the like most obvious one is you can use the skin of a mimic as an ingredient to make polymorph potions. That makes sense. Right, like that makes more most logical yeah yeah yeah. the other things is like you can sell the adhesive uh secretions of it Uh alchemist for like glue that sounds like Uh, the worst glue ever i would not trust that glue in any world too too sticky you're you're gonna get a mimic doing that like (laughs) i don't know which part of the mimic makes it a mimic but like i wouldn't mess with that yeah other people would sometimes say that the internal organs could be used as food or in the grossest way possible, perfume. Is this perfume for a lich? Like uh, I don't know. Hag? It just said like <laughs> it just said that the internal organs can also be used as in production of perfumes or food. And some cultures consider mimic organs tasty delicacies. Mm. I was assuming the same way that like some people think like that one, that like one uh thing where you are just eating a whole ass bird. I don't know what that is, but that sounds it's, disgusting. It's a, I think it's like a French thing, but it's there's like a tiny bird and you eat it all in one bite. It's like oh, just a whole bird. I don't like that. Right? No, it's I don't awful. like that. I don't, I don't want it. I mean, I don't eat meat, but like just thinking about like eating, like, is it bones and all? Yeah, I think, I, so this is not what I researched, but I believe <laughs> it's been like, it was some type of bird that was like partially fertilized and they take it out of the egg before it's fully done developing. Oh, ew. So it's like, I guess, bird fetus oh, that you're eating. no. Which arguably is slightly worse than just eating an egg, but like still not great. I don't want to think about eggs that way. No. I love eggs. No. I don't want to think about eggs that <laughs> way right now. I'm going to hate eggs because of this. I'm going to go on my anti-egg thing for two months. Happens occasionally. You know, it's a good time to get off eggs. Eggs are expensive. Eggs are expensive. I had a question. Do you think you can eat a whole mimic if it was small? I can't imagine why you wouldn't be able to, right? What do you think would happen? I would assume if it's dead, it's dead. But what if it's not dead? Well, then you're going to... You're going to die, right? Like, do you think it beats stomach acid? 
I guess it depends on how you're eating it. If you're chopping it up. Oh no, I'm not chopping it up. I'm just eating the book cover. Oh, it's like your your barbarian grabs the book mimic and goes. Oh. Yeah, he just eats the whole book. I feel like at that point it would be a constitution battle for him versus the mimic to see which one dies first. Honestly, that sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like the barbarian is going to lose that nine times. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. But if he wins that, oh, it's going to be the, the best story. Picture. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You eat the mimic, and there's like from the barbarian's mouth, a tentacle sprouts oh, forward, ugh. and you now grab now like that's grappling the friends trying to help him. <laughs> don't uh. do that, George! Don't eat it. Trying to help him. I don't know why I named him George, but it's I you know George is a great. It's oh, this is not Doug. It's not Doug. We got that coming for this us. Doug. It's not Doug. All right. <laughs> that's nasty. But. That's yeah. That's mimics. Uh, before we go into any other questions, we have I have a trivia game for you. Okay. I have five games. I want you to tell me which one does not have a mimic in it. Okay. Yeah, first game, Prey, Alien Isolation. Okay. Final Fantasy VIII, Dark Souls, Diablo Three, or Hollow Knight? Hmm. I'm trying to think of Hollow Knight because I don't recall a mimic, but I feel like there's there are, if you count the grubs in Hollow Knight. Because mm. there are a few grubs in Hollow Knight that are traitors. They make me very upset. So I would probably say the Alien Isolation one, mostly because I haven't played that one. <laughs> no, Prey Alien Isolation actually has an alien race in the mix. Oh no! Uh, they are terrifying because, like, they just they the first time you see them, they're just uh, disguised as a coffee cup oh, that no. out of nowhere just like goes and kills and like strangles and kills a guy. Oh no! And from that point on, every single person I've seen play Alien Isolation. Always hits every single coffee they ever. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta test them out. You gotta be careful. You, yeah, you see it happen once, and you never trust it again. And that's how yeah. mimics work. Honestly, though, like coffee cup is a solid choice for a mimic, right? It's a you solid think choice. About it. No, so, no. The one that does not have a mimic out of those five games is Final Fantasy VIII. Okay. Mimics did not start appearing in Final Fantasy until Final Fantasy IX. I did not know that. Yeah, you know how hard it is to find a game that doesn't have a mimic that feels like it should. Yeah. Because that one really feels like it should, because I have encountered mimics in the Final Fantasy series. Just right. So I was thinking, like, Pokemon doesn't have mimics, but it does. Voltorb and Electrode are mimics. You have mm-hmm. Mimikyu the Pokemon. Yeah. You have, and even the most new, newest generation, you have a Pokemon that is literally just, like, a chest. Yeah. Like a chest mimic type creature. And I Mario, feel like you, you could can... argue, like, Ditto is almost a mimic. Almost. Yeah, also Ditto. Yeah. Like, in Mario, you have Poison Mushrooms, which are basically, like, a mimic mm-hmm. type yeah. in that game. Even Borderlands has a mimic. Ooh, what is in Borderlands? Because I don't know. Uh, it's in the Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Okay, I uh, haven't played that one fan- yet. Yeah, it's the fantasy one. It has mimics. And I think in one of the original games, she like, has you on a side quest or something that has a mimic too. I could see that. I know in uh, Borderlands 2, there's a DLC for Tiny Tina. So it would probably be in that. I oh, almost yeah, that, forgot like, about the Hollow Knight Grub, though, because that was like... That was the one I was hoping to trip you up on. Oh, no, that one I had to think because I was like, I don't remember. And then I was like, no, I've been betrayed too many times by those. <laughs> I have so many memories of just being like, no! I was looking for, I was looking for like, Hollow Knight. I haven't seen a Mimic in Hollow Knight yet. No, you will But sometime. Shovel Knight has Mimics. There's like Mimics in every game at this point, which is yeah. wild to think of like how iconic they become in basically just like 50 years. Are there Mimics in The Legend of Zelda? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's one I was going to look in, into as well. There are, so you have uh, Arm Mimic, which is an enemy in Link's Awakening, a Chess Mimic from Cadence of Hyrule. Okay. Yep. Uh, an Adore Mimic in Minish Ka- Minish's Cap, which is just okay. Adore. Yeah. I guess so that nothing is in a... like the main ones, yeah. really. But in their side ones, yes. 
That is an interesting question to think about, though, is that, like, what what defines a mimic between, like, a trap door versus a mimic? I think it depends. Well, like, a trap door, the door itself isn't sentient. Yeah, right? is it the sentience, then? That it's, like, I an actual so. living, semi-intelligent being? Right. Okay. Or, like, uh, I think anything that, like, appears harmless and then... Or appears harmless or enticing and then transforms into some grotesque. So I yeah. guess you make an argument that those like angler fish are real life mimics. God, I hate those things. Those things like, the creepy little like light bulb thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a it's a lure, basically. Yeah. I hate those things. They're so gross. They're awesome. They're they're a great example of like evolution in nature. Mm-hmm. I just don't like deep sea creatures. They freak me out. Oh, absolutely. Ugh, yeah. Deep sea is as terrifying as space. Yeah. I think it's more terrifying. Unless there are like space octopi, then that changes everything. I did see a really cool uh like concept art, I guess, for what a space world would look like. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, like the starry patterns all over all over its body for like camouflage. Oh, that would be so cool though. Right? Oh. But like also terrifying. Yeah. Space whale. Yeah. Okay. I can't. I can't. Sea stuff is scary enough. I don't need scary space things. Though they probably exist somewhere. Oh, probably. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, that's mimics. Do you have any questions about them? Mm-hmm. What is your, like, have you experienced mimic? Like, what's your favorite story if you have? I don't know off the top of my head if I have. It's kind See, of surprising. Such, which is like, I feel like they're such an iconic character in the same way that, like, I don't know any person who's actually ever fought in a dragon in Dungeons and Dragons. I made friends with a dragon once in Dungeons and Dragons. That's... You'll tell me about that a different time. <laughs> it was That's good. a story for another day, yes, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure we'll go over dragons at some point, but mimics. I'm sure I'm sure we have like I have briefly, but it was I guess like does the rug of smothering count as a mimic? Or mm. because it can't shapeshift, is it just a rug? Is it sentient? It is. It just wants to kill people and it describes itself as it, like disguises itself as just a rug that stays on the ground so if it is it disguised or is that its actual form though like that i, I, I think guess that's it is a, just a rug yeah it is just a rug that they will then try to kill people who get near it because then i feel like that's just a sentient mu- mug apparently rug sentient mug yeah. i mean we were just talking about sentient mugs but yeah. that does lead to like an interesting question of like do mimics have to be shapeshifters because when we were talking about it originally we kind of decided that yeah they probably should but if it's like it's yeah, maybe they have to have some sort of shape yeah even if it's just like they can grow arms or legs to attack you mm-hmm. yeah that's fair do you think that mimics have like a prefer preferred like shape like individually yeah like individually like do you think some of them are like man i really like being a mug i would assume going into like their stat block right mm-hmm. there is they do have a relatively high intelligence. I don't mm-hmm. remember exactly how high, but I think it's around eight or nine. So they're, okay. they're sentient. So, so they probably they do have a favorite form. Oh, no, they have an intelligence. Never mind. They have intelligence of five. Okay. Or in, in fifth edition, wisdom of 13. It's pretty high wisdom, honestly. Yeah. So they're still like kind of sentient. I don't think that's enough for like a favorite form. Yeah. But they could, but they could probably be like this form. It's be the most uh has like has worked out the yeah. most for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that there are because I know we talked about some of them being able to communicate uh telepathically. 
do you think they talk about like what the best forms, like what works best? I mean, they're not that intelligent, so I'm probably putting too much stock onto that, but. I think for the ones that like did form that like sort of like group together, mm -hmm. they probably would communicate in such a way. Yeah. Which, like what the best hunting practices are. Mm -hmm. That's, that, that is the monster manual picture for the third edition of Dungeons and Dragons. You just describe that to the class. Yeah, so it is a a treasure chest made of wood with gold trim. And then it has two bony but also semi-muscular arms with bracelets on them. And they have like vampire-esque fingers coming out of like the top of half of the chest. And it looks like it wants to give you a hug, but that hug is death. <laughs> I was looking through that and like that is the best, but also weirdest depiction of a man. Yeah. It's like everyone else is like has like a mouth of some sort. That one's just like, yeah. no, I'm gonna wrestle you to death. Yeah, like it's gonna hug you to death. It's yeah, it's a professional sumo wrestler mimic. But it also has like bony muscular arms, which is a weird, weird description for it, honestly. I guess it makes sense, right? They have pretty high strength mm -hmm. and they aren't very quick. So like, yeah, sure, just grapple me to death. Why not? Yeah. Um, what do you think would be the best way, like, if you were being a DM, what do you think the best way to entice a party would be? And I, I assume this depends on each party, obviously, but, like, what would be your way to trick a party into, like, being like, I gotta go open this, or I gotta go interact with this? Every party has somebody who is treasure hungry, Me. Right? Usually it's the rogues, yeah. I'm not even the rogue, just, it's just me. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just give them some little, like, innocuous, especially if it's in a place where it feels like treasure should be. Yeah. You just hide it among the treasure. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no one's going to question why there is a treasure chest in this room. That's fair. Can you another detect... Is just like, oh, go on. Or even just, like, the other option is, like, doors. They, that's another common one for a reason. Yeah. They have to open doors for a reason and door requires you to touch it to open it yeah you could make the argument of mage hand but you can't tell if a mage hand is stuck right yeah that's true i assume that you can use detect magic to notice one of these i don't because detect magic doesn't reveal creature that's true that's true so is there a spell specifically in D D that you can use to maybe weed these out to save your party uh my they, first thought would be like detect good and evil, but that yeah. but they're neutral. Yeah, I was like, I don't think they're evil. They're just self-serving, no, right? Like they're just trying I to guess live. True sight probably would. Yeah, uh, I like, could see that. True form of stuff. That's a higher level spell, though, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's a that's a big spell to expend on a mimic. And if you're that high of level, I feel like you could probably take the mimic. Probably. Yeah. Uh, they're. <laughs> They are pretty weak. Yeah. They are, in D&D, they are challenge rating two. Okay. Uh, they only have 58 health, which can be taken down by higher level parties in, in mm -hmm. one round easy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everything that, like, raids say, like, as long as they are, haven't made more tentacles for themselves, they are indistinguishable from their actual object. Okay. At that point, though, it would come down to, like, you as the DM, I feel like, giving your party perception checks to see if it looks mm -hmm. suspicious. Yeah. Kind of like how, like, in gelatinous cubes, you hint at it by giving them, like, very clean dungeons around. Yeah. Yeah, just, like, little things where it's, like, they're off. So if someone's really yeah, like, perceptive, yeah, maybe the they could notice. Itself looks fine, but maybe there's blood around it. Mm -hmm. There's, like, scrapes like there's... on the walls or something. Yeah. Or, like, slime from their tentacles or something on the, yeah. the wall. Something, so something off. It looks sticky. Yeah. 
I would not touch a chest if it looks sticky. You, yeah. Yeah. Knowing no. you, yeah. No. Would one of my characters? Maybe. It depends on the character. Some of my characters might like that. I don't know. I don't even know what that means, and I don't want to dig into that too much, but. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I have other questions, though. If I wanted to catch up with everything while also being productive, I just wouldn't. I would need at least three of me. Yeah. Yeah. I need my own mix at that point. Oh, gosh. Ooh, that's an interesting question, actually. No. They can't replicate organic. Oh. Interesting. It just makes like a wood mimic. Yeah. A wooden copy of yourself, but like, it's not going to pass off as you. Okay. And also like, do you want something that's that sticky touching your keyboard? Absolutely not. No, it was more that like, let's say you're a wizard and you're like trying to like somehow guard your stuff or you're really concerned about the rogue on your party stealing your book because they keep doing that because let's be real, they will keep doing that because they're a jerk. <laughs> Can't, could you make like, a wooden mimic to guard your stuff. I can't, I don't see why not. But at that point, like, just cast block on it on a oh, yeah. chest or oh, put yeah. it in like a bag of holding. I never said I was practical. <laughs> I, you know, wizards very often aren't practical. For yeah. Smart they are. Yeah. So it is one of those things. It's like, what would be the process of a wizard? Because if we're talking about their origin, I feel like it You're would actually, almost have to be like a homebrew spell that you would have to do to do that. Okay, so there was, I did read about this. I forgot to write it down. Uh, but it was like, it was, it was a ritual long thing. It costs, I think, 400 gold plus, I want to say like a fifth or higher level spell. Yeah. And it was like a week long, consistently working on it type of thing. Oh, that sounds miserable. Yeah, but like once you make one, you just have to feed it magic until it grows enough to make two. And then, yeah, then you have an army of mimics and that don't work together. Them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they overrun you and they evil revolution. And then your whole party is mimics. Yeah, everyone's a mimic. Oops, all mimics. That would be a weird party to play. Everyone hey. would be stupid and no one would work together. That, I mean, that sounds like my party anyway. Yeah, no, true, true. True. <laughs> it's very boring though, because like they they walk so slow. It's not like they want to adventure. Everyone's just gonna be like, "All right, I found my dungeon. I wait here for the next hundred years." <laughs> yeah, no, that would be pretty boring. You're right. They they are very <laughs> slow. There's something there. I don't know what There's, it is, but it's terrible. Probably <laughs> there is a very strange one shot there. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, no, yeah. I I have run. I just remembered. I have run. A D&D campaign where a bed was a mimic, and it was a mimic bed. dragon. I don't know how it worked. Don't remember. But it was, um, it was from the one-shot Sheep's Chase. And the wizard basically cast a spell on the bed. I, I understand that this doesn't work, like, actually how D&D works, yeah. and that's fine, because, you know, rule of cool. It's all made up anyways. Rule of cool. Look, it's a, it's a world of make-believe, all yeah, right? Yeah, we, we can do whatever we want. It's fine. But, like, he casts a spell on his bed, and it makes the bed sentient and a dragon. And so, like, the one of the big boss fights in that one shot is fighting this dragon bed, and it is fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. And, like, its wings are, like, the uh, sheets. <laughs> it was solid. I love that. It was solid. The, the headboard was obviously the head. Yeah. <laughs> That is a great place to end on. <laughs>
agree, so I agree. matcha if people want to find you where can they look at you uh i stream on twitch on tuesday thursdays and saturdays at matcha mellow that's the same for my tiktok i don't stream there but same tag on tiktok youtube twitter elsewhere i don't elsewhere. i don't know where else but elsewhere probably if it exists she's on it probably except instagram because i can't instagram has been dead for years it's just advertisers keeping it afloat at this point people trying to tell me to sponsor their stuff there and i'm like i don't have that nope. what do you want from me where can they find you i i am cool uh, i go by universal Catboy on twitter tiktok twitch uh that's you know that's about it uh if you want to send us an email you can do that at Keepers of the Magic Guild. Monster Guild. No, that's not true. <laughs> Hold on. Me... We have names. I pinned it. You did pin that somewhere. Okay, you can email us at kotmgpod at gmail.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, we are at... Oh, God, again. KMGpod. All of the links are in the description of the podcast if you don't want to type that in, because I know it's a little bit hard to type. It's just as awkward to say. So just check the bio and you'll find all the links that you need. We'll have a new episode in two weeks and we need some like catchy, like cool I feel like that slogan. Will come. I feel like that will come naturally. Yeah, we'll put. Or it'll just be a bit that I repeat over and over. Again. Yeah. And this is where Cole's bit goes once we figure that out. <laughs> and here's my bit. <laughs> That's how it's going to end now. Yeah. Here's my bit. That's how, nope, can't no, do that, actually. No. No. Am I good to stop recording? Yes. Okay, cool.